P.S. I Love Hoffman is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Iggy Pop! Amen! Let it rain! I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Jimmy Cody. Why don't you have some fun? Fun, fun. Tommy, that's uh, okay, thing. Whoever she is, I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna hurt her. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish. <laughs> I'm always home, I'm on cool. This is a process of dehumanization. Shut, 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 shut up! Hey, Hoff fans! Welcome to P.S. I Still Love Hoffman, our love letter to the remarkable career of the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm still Brian Rodriguez. And I'm still Kyle Reinfried. We're always home, we're always uncool, we're always ready to talk about all things Philip Seymour Hoffman and beyond. So you guys might be wondering, what are we doing here? We said we had a new monthly show. Yeah, what are we doing here? (laughs) I'm not really sure. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, we decided that we couldn't go just a month without seeing each other, that we needed to, you know, spend <laughs> yeah. some mid-month time, and we thought it'd be a fun way to announce the winner of our, I don't want to say it's a contest, but what is it, like polls. a poll? Yeah, yeah, a poll for yeah. what movie we'll be doing for February, and we'll get into that in a second, but first, Kyle, how have you been? What have you been up to? Uh, I've, I've been very well. The New Year's treating me well. and 2019, uh, is that the year of the Kyle? Yeah, thus far it's been a good year of the Kyle. Foodie Films is going very well. It's moved it to, as, as I uh, said on the last... Did I say that on the last episode? You, hit, you teased it, but it wasn't officially... Yeah, so Foodie Films official. is now, officially is uh, bi-weekly. And again, I, I, don't, I don't like that term bi-weekly because that sounds like twice a week to me. But it means every other week. Yes. So it's oh, every... Oh, yeah. Right? Huh. Never thought of it Bi-weekly that way. Bi-weekly just sounds like twice a week. But so that would be insane. Foodie Films comes out every other week. I think you should do it three times a day. Like <laughs> the breakfast edition, the lunch edition, If the I got edition. paid, I would 100%. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we're going to start, hopefully, uh, when... when the, the time that the February episode drops, maybe there will be some video content for the in-between weeks. We just have a, a, a lot of fun ideas and, you know, just going maybe to some food places and just having conversations but about movies or maybe visiting locations of films and you know that that like filmed at restaurants or bars and just fun stuff like that anything i love food i love film and there's such visual mediums that why not create that format for it yeah definitely sounds really exciting you're a visual guy too i am always have i don't know how to read (laughs) fair as any listener of ps i love hoffman knows yeah you're not the reader (laughs) How can I put it? You're a man of all five senses. I am. You're not just an audio man, so the 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 seeing component needs to be there. Obviously, the tasting component's yeah, there. Yeah, the smell. The, the smell t- is a big part of food touch. too. Mouth feel. Mouth feel. <laughs> <laughs> big part of the the foodie film yeah. uh, process. Yeah, uh, things have been good for me in 2019, as I you can ask. tell. I know you didn't ask, but I, <laughs> I had to volunteer it. I've been sick for a lot of the year, Aww. but it's okay. I went to London. That was fun. You did. Merry old London. Yes. 
I went to Jolly Old, had a good time. And High School Slumber Party has been pretty, pretty fun. Continuing our slumber parties, that's for sure. And you'll be on High School Slumber Party with our good friend, uh, Wesley Vina, on February 1st. The film is super bad, and it's the day before the Super Bowl. But it's super good. And it's a super good film. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. You'll have to listen to the episode. There's definitely a lot of drinking in that movie. I don't think there's really any food scenes. No. Oh, no, they're at the cafeteria. No, and they want pizza bagels at the end. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't so. call it a foodie film. No, 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 no. That is not... That is not I, I was just thinking of, like, food... Try to claim yeah, every film. Exactly. <laughs> so we had you guys vote for two different films for February's P.S. I still love Hoffman Rewatch. Some romantic films. Yes, for the Valentine's Day edition. The commercial bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys aren't too familiar with P.S. I Still Love Hoffman, if you didn't listen to last week's Boogie Nights, what it is, once again, is a rewatch. Yes. Uh, Kyle and I will be doing audio commentary to some Philip Seymour Hoffman films just so we can, you know, hang out with the big guy again. And, and we're asking you, the Hoff fans out there, to vote for which films we'll do each month. We put two films out there. One was Punch Drunk Love. Kyle, first, tell us, I guess, why we picked Punch Drunk Love, and what are your thoughts on Punch Drunk Love before we reveal the winner? Well, we picked Punch Drunk Love kind of secondly because we were trying, we were determining we wanted to just have like two films to vote on, and we wanted to come up with romantic films, and he really doesn't have that many romantic films in his dossier of films. And so we were thinking Cold Mountain at first, but then we were like, oh, you know what? Punch Drunk Love, it's got love in the title. And then Along Came Polly is like his, yeah, kind of his really, his only w- one rom-com. But Punch Drunk Love, I mean, we covered Boogie Nights, so why not cover Punch Drunk Love, another P.T. Anderson collaboration? Yeah, and there's actually a good love story, not from Phil Seymour Hoffman, but there's a good love story in Punch Drunk Love. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Well, P.S. does love, like, his hookers in that movie. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, but, you know, not, you know, whatever. Teach learn. Uh, but, yeah, but Adam Sandler and, ooh, I feel really bad right now that I'm not remembering her name. Emily... Emily Watson. Yes, right, Emily, yes. yeah, she was also in, like, Red Dragon, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the really good love story between Emily Watson and Adam Sandler. It's a masterpiece of a movie. It's a near-perfect near movie, in my opinion. And, yeah. Okay, sexy. I'm gonna connect you with my supervisor now. You're in trouble, honey. Yeah, who's this? Hello, sir. My name's Barry Egan. I called your service yeah, the other you night. shut the fuck up? Oh, what's that? I said calm down and shut the fuck up. What's the problem? The problem is, if you give me a chance to explain, one of your employees, that girl who I was just speaking with, has been threatening me, and four blonde gentlemen just attacked me and smashed my car and hurt my girl. All right, go fuck yourself. That shit has nothing to do with me. All right, I run a legitimate business here. Listen to me. What's your name, sir? Answer me! What's your name, asshole? I'm Barry Egan! How do I know? You're a bad person. You have no right taking people's confidence in your service. You understand me, sir? You're sick. No, no, no. Shut up! Shut the fuck up! You have no right to take people's confidence. Shut up! Will you shut up? Shut up! Shut, 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 shut up! Shut up! Certainly something we'd have no problem rewatching. But I have to say, you kind of had a favorite in this race. Uh, favorite in my life, like a, 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 which was our second a, a choice, ma- a mantra of sorts, a a spirit film. <laughs> uh, just not everyone's favorite. A lot of people have poo pooed 
this film, but yeah, well, there's a lot of communists out there, and, <laughs> and the film is Along Came Polly. Yes. So, so why Along Came Polly, and and well, why is why do you enjoy it so much? In well, we want to make it rain. Way? <laughs> and along Came Polly, and you know, sometimes someone just you know likes to be taken charge of, and just like, who's your daddy? No, but anyway. Uh, but, so no, you want it to be the Hoff fans' daddies and yes. like push this one through. Yeah. Give them a little spanking. A little Give spanking, it. yeah. You know, some people find that offensive. <laughs> uh, but Along Came Polly, to me, is just, it's a fun, silly movie. Yes, is it like so trope and predictable and have, have comedians made fun of it at this point? Like, yes, but... They're all really funny people in it. Like I was even I was talking with someone recently and saying if you really think about it, like is Jennifer Aniston like a comedic actress? I would say absolutely. Yeah, right? I mean, she's trying I mean, to break comes, that. I mean, she. I mean, her sitcom, she was on a sitcom. Friends. But like, at the same time that she's not, oh, like she's not really given. I feel like a lot in movies to be funny with per se this is more like this I think is like the, horrible bosses yeah horrible bosses and this is more of her free spirit character and i don't know i, li- I like i think she and ben stiller have really good chemistry in this movie <sighs> just like haymakers with philip seymour hoffman alec baldwin hank azaria and, and i'll say this like you can not like along came polly but no one ever says that Philip Seymour Hoffman sucks in it or something. No, this is one of, like... He's great This is, you know, like, we haven't talked about in a while, but I know our network is a big fan of, like, the Alamo Draft House, and we've been to some of those marathons. Like, this should be in a Philip's... Or, uh... Along Came Polly should be in a Philip Seymour Hoffman, like, event, because it just shows that side of him. Yeah, and it really shows his range. His range... What? I'm playing Jesus. That's my song. I know it's your song, but I felt something and I decided to go with it. But, but you're playing Judas. Judas. All right, look, here's the deal. I'm the star of the show, okay? So if I decide to bust out a solo, do me a favor and give me the freedom to rock out. From the top, okay, Wansuck? If he wanted to focus just on comedy, he would have been yeah. one of the top comedy actors. Oh, yeah, like in this yeah, movie... Of a, of a generation. Via... His wits, he's a comedic talent, and physically. Like, we are introduced to him by him slipping <laughs> on the floor. It's amazing. Like, his physical gags, he is, he's Chris Farley meets, I'm trying to think of like a... a, well, a lot of Jack Black, of course, but that's, you know. Oh, well, yeah, but... Chris Farley meets someone else good. Paul Rudd. A Paul Rudd. A Rudd. A Rudd. Well... Kyle, are you ready for the verdict? I guess, it's not not really a verdict. I don't I don't want to make people like a jury. Are you ready for the final tally? The announce the winner for February's. Uh, I have a feeling. I mean, obviously, I'm gonna. I, I love I, either film, but I'm I'm ready for what I know is coming. Drum roll, please. I was gonna add that after, but that works too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I forgot with high school slumber party year. Yes, I'm a clip like guy. Brian Rodriguez in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the douche. <laughs> the winner was, not unfortunately, but not who you voted for, we will be watching Punch Drunk Love yes. for our February film. And that'll come out February 1st. I should get Punch Drunk Drunk. Ooh. And... <laughs> I, I've said you need to incorporate more 
food and drink in your Foodie Films podcast. Like, though, uh, one of the godfathers of the network, the godfather, Joey Lunasiask, I don't think he likes the idea of of no. the chewing sounds, despite and a show on this network called What Am I Chewing? <laughs> which I love, by the way. Yeah. One of my favorite shows. Yeah, I told, uh, well, at least Kara, uh, one of the hosts, that I would, I would love to guest on an episode of that. I have some fun ideas of what to chew. But, <laughs> Glass! Yeah. And also, it would be a little, a lot, a lot of my guests that I have on, I'm, I'm almost like meeting them for the first time. Like, I'm re- like it's a lot of strangers, so if I show up, I'm like, eat this. Drink this. <laughs> a little weird. So, <laughs> I, I want to talk about that in a second, but... <laughs> Offering people. <laughs> so, we'll be watching Punch Drunk Love. Can't wait. And I know what you were saying about Along Came Polly. I think we'll have just as much fun with Punch Drunk Love, but Along Came Polly would have been a fun film to sit along like with a buddy and just talk about. Even, yes. if, even if we weren't agreeing on something. Though, I probably would agree on most of the things you're saying. I nearly died of laughter. I think it was before we started recording for the episode of Long Game Polly with, uh, <laughs> with, with Michael Manzi. But we were watching, like, outtakes. And I, like, was... Rest- air restriction was, like, happening to my brain. You know, before we uh, got on the air, we were kind of discussing the concept of what we wanted to do with P.S. I Still Love Hoffman going forward, and you brought up, like, should we have guests? And we're not so sure about that, but if Along Came Polly ever gets voted in, maybe we do need to bring The Godfather, the co-host of so many shows on this network, but recently, uh, the Tom Hanks show, Hanks for the Memories, and Cruise Club, and Keanu Club, and Cage Club, Joey Lewandowski... Because Joey Lewandowski hated Along Came Polly. But maybe if he watched it with two guys. Yeah. You know, I watched don't know. Watched it with, yeah. Buddies. With two people. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, we, I, know, I know you like it. Like, I, I, I love... Well, no, that's, that's, <laughs> uh, still, that's really tough. Because it's just like, I love the performances so much that they supersede my criticism I have of the generic and that's fine predictability that's fine yeah it's comfort food yes so who knows we might go that route we might not but we're talking about Punch Drunk Love can't wait to talk about that movie because again The Mattress Man oh that's gonna be fun shut 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 we use it in our intro <laughs> we did yeah <laughs> thank you for voting guys all you Hall fans who voted really appreciate it and for next month we'll announce our March choices on the February 1st show. But remember, since it's the Valentine's Day show, it's something, you know, maybe you maybe you don't have an idea for your sweetheart on a Valentine's mm-hmm. Day date. Pop in. Yeah. P.S. I Love Hoffman. It'll, it'll be there. It doesn't expire after February 1st. Let us share that intimacy with yeah, you. Yeah, let's spend Valentine's Day with you. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple things before we, you know, end this very brief interlude, I guess, the P.S. I Still Love Hoffman in between episodes. One thing quickly when you said, uh, you know, you're meeting a lot of your guests for the first time and you don't know, you know, you don't know them. So I have always wanted to do, I'm a beer guy. I know you're a beer guy too, but like I'm a beer guy in terms of trying beers and we've gone over this, not on your show, not like keg stands and stuff. Yeah. And I've always wanted to have like a a show where like, oh, we have a different beer this week. A lot of shows do that. Mm Mm-hmm. Not appropriate for Philip Seymour Hoffman because he, no, yeah, he was, was sober most of his life. So yes. obviously it wouldn't be this show. But I'm always worried too. Like, I don't want to be like, hey, you want a beer? Oh, no, thank you. I'm an alcoholic. Like, that always worries me. Cause you got... I, I like to drink. I'm raising my, <laughs> I'm raising my hand right then. I was yeah. just <laughs> but it's, no, and I, and I hear you, but it's, uh, it's something where like, 
you got to respect other people's lifestyle. So it's a little bit, you can't spring a food or drink on someone, is I guess what I'm saying. No. you got to like say ahead of time, yeah, hey, we're going to be doing this, yeah. hey, we're going to be doing that. But I'm, you know me, on a film set, you'd find me at the craft services table. I'm a snacker. You if are. there's food in front of me, I'm going to eat it. It's my <laughs> fatal flaw. If I'm addicted to anything, it's snacks. Yeah, I, I have some vices in life, and f- food food is definitely one of them. <laughs> one thing I wanted to bring up is, and we'll do this from time to time, I'm always looking at like the legacy of Philip Sumerhoff, and I know you are too, but in terms of if any articles about him come up or people still mentioning him. And actually something recently came up with Philip Simmer Hoffman. And I was like, oh, this is great. Cool. What is so it? So there's this movie, and I think you've seen the trailer. I, I've seen the trailer. It's called Beautiful Boy. Uh, it stars yeah, Steve, Steve Carell. Carell. Yeah. Yeah. As of this recording, the Oscar nominations haven't come out, but there's a lot of buzz around this film to get like a screenplay nomination or oh, something. Okay. I don't know if it's going to get top awards, but... It deals with a drug overdose. Oh, okay. So Luke Davies is a screenwriter, and he's someone who himself has struggled with addiction. And he had, there was an article recently, and I'll put it on our Twitter page. By the way, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram now. Yeah. P.S. I love Hoffman. Just look it up. You'll find it. Um, He, in an interview recently, said that one of the most inspiring things to him to work on this film was the death of Philip Sumer Hoffman. Oh, wow. He struggled himself, like I said, with it, too. He'd been sober a number of years, and when he, he had another, um, I think it was a movie or a book called Candy, and last year he was nominated for an Oscar for a film called Lion. Oh, he's yeah, like a, yeah, with uh, Dev Patel yeah. and Nicole Kidman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he's like a pretty prolific writer, and he was just saying how much Philip Sumer Hoffman's death impacted him, because they both were at, I think when Candy came out, and... There was a Hoffman film at Sundance the same year, and they happened to meet up for a dinner, and they got to know each other a little bit, and they only met that one time, I believe, but again, I'll post this article, but he was so impacted by that as both people struggling, and that his father, who really didn't talk to him about his addiction, he cited it in the article as something like, you know, you know how like fathers of that generation are. It's like we don't talk about the war. I think yeah. that's what he called it. You know, they we don't talk re- about our emotions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, he had emailed him like, "Hey, I don't know if you heard, you know, Hoffman passed away," and 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 it was a touching moment for him because it was almost like the first time his father even acknowledged his own addiction. So this guy, the writer, his father reached out to him. Yeah, and wow. like sent him an email like, "Hey." Wow. Yeah, so it was like a big moment in his life. And he said he was thinking about Philip Sumer. Again, I'm paraphrasing, guys. Read the article yourself. Uh, you know, I don't do it justice. But it was like really impactful for me. And I'm like, wow. It made me think, like, even in his darkest, most tragic moment, Philip Sumer Hoffman I'm talking about, he's still inspiring and he still yeah. has a legacy. And, you know, another great artist looks at him and says, wow, you know. And unfortunately, rest in peace, Hoffman lost his struggle with this. But I still believe that he inspires people who are, you know, going through that. Oh, definitely. I mean, he's just an inspiration in so many facets from, I mean, his time in on film, on stage, as a actor, as a director, and then even, you know, posthumous as far as his struggle. And because people, he was such a revered talent that uh you know people look at that and uh, and clearly you know as you're saying from this article are are inspired by him and want to carry on 
just that that like almost transfer the talent in a way, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we'll be transferring any talent, but we'll certainly be enjoying his stuff. Yeah, we're just we're uh what what is it called in like Shakespeare plays there's the the not the gospel like what are the, the greek pe- chorus the greek chorus we're the <laughs> greek chorus for like the life of philip seymour hoffman that we're just kind of i'd like to think so i'd like to think that we along with the hoff fans out there again are just trying to continue this legacy and yeah. trying to just it's awesome just watching these hoffman films again it's awesome i've missed him so guys february 1st tune in for kyle and i's philip tune in for kyle and i's p.s i still have hoffman Rewatch of Punch Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love, P.T. Anderson, friend Adam Sandler, and longtime collaborator, of course, Philip Seymour Hoffman. And you can hear me every week also on High School Slumber Party on the Cage Club Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcast. Every Friday we drop a new episode. Yeah, every other Wednesday for foodie films and you know all that good social media stuff, trying to stay strong with that and uh, soon hopefully have maybe like a I think probably a YouTube page I don't know if we're going to do something on cageclub.me I think probably we'll just then have like a YouTube channel for it uh, but you know some new and exciting stuff coming uh, your way as far as foodie films so please listen to both of our solo podcasts and obviously enjoy this one as well. Alright guys see you February 1st. And just remember to stay on cool.